Welcome to That Smart Hustle, a podcast dedicated to the importance of creating your truth, realizing your own self-worth, loving who you are and the journey you're on, all while planning for the future, but still being present in the now. I'm your host, Kristen Martin. You may know me from my YouTube channel, where I post writing advice videos and day-in-the-life vlogs, or perhaps you've delved into my fictitious worlds by reading one of my young adult books, or maybe we're meeting for the first time. If the latter is the case, then hello and welcome. There's plenty of space here for everyone from all walks of life, whether you're lost and can't seem to find your way, or you think you're on the right path, or you're just starting out and have no idea where to begin. It's all about empowering yourself to be the kind of person you want to be and to pursue the lifestyle you want to live. So let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to That Smart Hustle podcast and welcome to episode 26. The fact that we are just a couple of days away from February is pretty mind-blowing. I feel like January has been a very productive month. I've definitely worked myself to the bone, but it's all been work that I truly enjoy and that I am passionate about. So all in all, a wonderful January. I am looking forward to February, even though it is a shorter month. In past years, I've noticed just reflecting back on my journal entries, February seems to go by really, really fast. So I want to be more cognizant this year of February, of the days in February, and to really use my time to its full potential. And with that being said, that kind of leads me into what I want to talk about today in this podcast episode. And that is choosing what is worth your energy. This is something I have had a pretty heavy focus on, especially over the past month. And as we're heading into February, it's something I am continuing to focus on. Choosing what's worth your energy is so much more than just than just a priority list or your to-do list. It's really choosing what types of activities, situations, friendships, relationships, what types of things you are going to allow yourself to engage in. Since we're still in the early part of a new year, I still have been doing a lot of reflecting on certain areas of my life that I want to improve upon for 2018. And one of the things I noticed last year, especially in the earlier part of the year, was how my energy was being consumed and directed towards things that it really shouldn't have been. Whether this was something silly at work, maybe there was a task or a deadline and I was really stressing out about it, or maybe it was, you know, a conversation that I had with a loved one or a friend or some sort of gossip or drama that was going on really external to my life and my situation, but I found that I was giving a lot of my energy and a lot of my focus to those particular situations that I really didn't want to be giving my energy to. And that left me ultimately feeling drained and like I had no idea what I was doing. (laughs) If you followed my journey for a while or if you've listened to these podcast episodes for a while, then you'll know that I am a very type A personality. I really like to get things done. I have my to-do list. I have my priority list. But one thing I tend to do that I'm not sure many other type A people do, I would assume that, that they probably do this as well, but I tend to put others and their happiness and their needs before my own. And this is a really huge mental shift that I have had to make 
especially over the past year, it's something I'm still having to improve upon and be cognizant of and really work towards. And I've said this before that you cannot pour from an empty cup. So when you're constantly putting others' needs and their wants and their happiness before your own, that's ultimately going to leave you feeling unhappy, drained, unsuccessful, tired, exhausted, cranky, whatever the case may be. And I found that a lot of those feelings, those feelings of just being tired and exhausted have to do with what you're putting your energy toward and what is truly worth your energy and what isn't. So I have a couple of great examples of this from my own life. So we'll start with the first one, which is building my author platform. Now I've been working on building my author platform for two and a half years and it's growing at an incredibly quick rate. And while I absolutely love that, I've also noticed that I tend to get a lot more emails, a lot more direct messages, a lot more people trying to take some of my time essentially. And not that that's necessarily a bad thing because really great things can come from people trying to get your attention, like wonderful collaborations or trips or retreats or something where you can really connect with someone else. So I enjoy when people reach out to me. I truly do. That is something that I love. I'm not saying that I don't love that, but as my platform and my following has grown, I've noticed that the emails will kind of snowball into something much larger. And if they don't get taken care of and they just kind of sit there and linger, then I have people following up saying, why haven't you answered my email? Should I respect a response from you? When do you answer your emails? And then that in turn makes me feel guilty because I'm focusing my energy on the negative aspect of the emails and of getting back to people. I think sometimes people forget that especially, you know, kind of as a one woman show, I'm only one person, so I can only do so much and I have to be very protective over my time and how I choose to use my time. Otherwise I wouldn't get anything done. If I were to respond to every single email that came through my inbox, that is all that I would do. I wouldn't be able to create content. This podcast wouldn't be happening. I wouldn't be able to create my YouTube videos because that is how many emails and direct messages I get, I get so many of them that I just cannot keep up with all of it. So I have to pick and choose what is worth my energy and what is worth responding to. And that can sound really harsh, especially if people are reaching out to give praise or to give their kind words. And to those emails, I always do my best to respond back. It's not always the longest email but I do my very best to get back to everyone because it, it really does mean so much. And I just want everyone to know that I do read all of my emails. I just can't sit there and type a response back to every single one of them, because again, that is all that I would spend my time doing. Similarly in the workplace, it's kind of the same thing where I get a lot of emails at my full-time job and I get a lot of voicemails and a lot of phone calls. And as someone who works in sales and who is a market segment manager for a specific chemical market segment in the oil and gas industry, I have to decide when people reach out to me wanting to know if they can get a price quote for X amount of volume you know, every month, I have to decide whether that email and that potential customer is worth the time of actually going through and figuring out the availability of the product, what the price is, if we can get the raw materials in time, what the lead time is, where this is going to be manufactured, if, you know, how we're going to do the logistics and the freight, all of that kind of stuff. I have to decide every single day 
what is worth my energy and my time. And if it's a very small quantity, and this is something I learned from previous supervisors that I've had, if it's a very small quantity that's not going to truly affect the bottom line, or if it's say a spot quote where it's just a one-time order, if it's something I can get to, then I will, but I can't always get to everything because again, I'm only one person and my team is very small. And so I have to just really be protective once again of my time. It's the same thing with friendships and family and relationships. So I've been fortunate enough with my family where there really is no drama. There's no dramatic stuff happening with my family. My family loves each other. You know, we all have our own kind of day-to-day issues or things that stress us out and we'll talk through them, but you know, we don't have problems with each other. I've met a lot of friends and I've been in relationships where family members have issues with each other. And I cannot even imagine just how soul sucking and how miserable and how draining that must be to feel like you're in the middle of your family's battle. Like you're in the middle of it because you're a part of the family, whether or not you are actually the subject of the issue or the situation that has come up, you still have to deal with it or hear about it in some way, shape or form. So say your sister and your mom or your brother and your dad or your sister and your dad, say two people are having kind of a miscommunication or they're in a little bit of an argument or things are really tense. You know, there's a certain conflict between them. Instead of inserting yourself into the situation to play mediator, which is something that I used to do in my past, especially with friendships, I would try to be the one to mediate and to resolve things and hear both sides and make things better. Instead of doing that, really, this is honestly what I think is that you should let those two people that the conflict is between hash it out just between the two of them. You don't need all of these external, you know, this external noise and these voices on the outside. Let those two people deal with their shit and then move forward from there. You do not need to sit there and be stuck and be in the middle of it because honestly, it has nothing to do with you just because they're your family or it's your close friends. Just because of that relationship aspect, that does not mean that this particular situation has anything to do with you. And again, you have to choose what's worth your energy because whether you realize it or not, putting yourself in the middle of something that truly doesn't involve you is going to use up some of your energy in some way, shape, or form. It is going to drain you when that energy could have been used towards something productive or something creative or something to move your life forward to where you want it to be. So a lot of last year, what I've really learned to do is to kind of step back when I feel like someone is pulling me into a gossiping situation or into some sort of drama. And I used to get really pulled into this a lot in the earlier stages of my full-time job. And it's interesting because you kind of realize which people are toxic and which friendships and colleague relationships are somewhat toxic to you. And so you kind of end up pulling away from those because you don't want to be a part of it. You don't want to deal with it. But I found it interesting because I've, I've seen myself pull away from things and you kind of end up in a sort of isolation, which was really a place I was in a lot last year. I felt very isolated because I didn't want to be involved in this negative energy. I didn't want to expend my energy and my time towards something that really didn't matter to me. That wasn't going to have a serious impact on my life and rightly so. So last year was tough because I felt like I was in isolation a lot because I just didn't want to be involved in things that in my opinion, weren't worth my energy. But I've noticed this year, I've definitely been 
surrounding myself with people that are positive and like-minded and that talk about ideas and not people. There's this really good quote. I can't remember who said it, but they said, small minds talk about people and big creative minds talk about ideas and projects and and just life and how to move things forward. So I always remember that whenever I hear someone talking about another person or gossiping, that's a very, that person is kind of in that small minded space. And I don't have time to be in a small minded space. I like to be in my big space, my big head space, creative and going after my dreams. And that's the kind of stuff I want to talk about with other people. So if you found that you've had a difficult time lately choosing what's worth your energy, or if you feel like you're always in sort of this, this internal struggle, or it's almost like a background struggle because you're not even at the forefront of it. You're just somehow kind of roped into a situation that you don't want to be giving your energy to. Then I do have three action steps and they're more of like questions to ask yourself to decide whether or not something truly is worth your energy. And these are three things I always ask myself. And of course, if the answer to most of these is no or nothing, then that means it is not worth your energy and to just pull away from it, isolate yourself from it and just get away from it so that you don't have to expend your precious energy on something that doesn't matter. So the first question I ask myself is, will this matter six months to one year down the road? So if someone calls me, you know, at work and they're freaking out about something that's just so trivial, that's just not going to matter in six months. I always ask myself, I'm like, is this going to matter six months to a year? If it's a big project or if it's a big tender or a big bid or something that we're working on that can really kind of change the way forward and the path forward for the company then yeah, that probably does matter six months to a year down the road. So I have, I should be spending my energy toward that. But if it's something really small and I can't really think of a great example right now, but if it's something just, just smaller, that's kind of like a minute detail. And you're like, why are you getting all <laughs> huffy about this? Like, why are you getting all upset and worked up over it? If it's not going to matter in six months to a year, then don't expend your energy toward it. The second question I ask myself is if I ignore it slash don't deal with it, will it likely go away? And if the answer here is yes, if you just kind of ignore it and it's going to fade away in the background, then that means you shouldn't put your energy toward it. Because if you're ignoring it and then it eventually goes away, then what was the point of putting your energy toward that thing? So that just sounds like it's something where it's gossip or someone's feelings got hurt or they're just wanting to talk through something with you that really that really isn't going to have an impact on you and that eventually this person is going to get over, they're going to move on with their life. And so that conversation between the two of you would have been wasted breath. And the third and final question I ask myself is what will I gain by giving this my attention? And if the answer to that is nothing, if you're just going to gain exhaustion and feeling drained and feeling negative and feeling like you have this toxic energy surrounding you, if those are the things that you're going to gain, then you need to stay as far away from that situation as possible. So if you're going to gain nothing by giving that situation your attention, don't waste your breath, don't waste your energy on that because it's not important. You're not going to gain anything from it. If you're going to gain something from it, and if it's going to impact your life in some way, shape or form, then yes, it's something to look into and to take care of. 
Just always remember that you are the gatekeeper of everything sacred within yourself. So your time, what you prioritize, your energy, your happiness, your success, you are the gatekeeper to all of that. And whether you believe it or not, you really do have a lot of say and a lot of control in how you feel about these certain things. So as the gatekeeper of these certain emotions and of these certain feelings, you have to ask yourself a lot of the time, what is worth your energy? And you have to protect yourself from the things that are toxic or the things that are going to bring you down. So that is it. That is all that I have for you today for this podcast episode. I really hope that you guys enjoyed it. And if you did, it would help me out so much if you would leave a rating and a review on iTunes. Other than that, I will chat with you in the next episode. Cheers. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please subscribe to make sure you don't miss anything. For more beyond this podcast, including information on my YouTube channel and webinars, visit me at thatsmarthustle.com. And for daily inspiration and writing advice, come hang out with me on Instagram at author Kristen Martin. I'll talk with you all again very soon. Cheers.